Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are you wondering when your nearest sleeping giant will wake up and walk off as it's really blocking the nice views? Tinan, there's no such thing as sleeping giants. Oh, aren't there? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the, the Busters or Trusters. We look into strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like, just who did eat the cookies from the cookie jar? Was it you? Not me. Then who? Hmm, curious. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detectives. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case monstrous or purely preposterous. Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because there's a whole lot of unknown unknowns out there. But how do you know there are? No idea. Haven't got a clue. Oh, useless. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases, so stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information, and start putting together your case. The Case Why are all the lights turned off, Tiernan? How am I meant to read all of this week's facts in the dark? Because, Athena, we don't want the subject of our case to get distracted if he turns up. I don't think the Mothman is going to turn up here, Tiernan, if he exists at all. Oh, really? You mean I could have worn my woolly jumper after all, as it won't get eaten? Typical. OK, I'll pop the lights back on. Oh, that's much better. Thank you. So, Chief Detectives, as you probably heard, this week's case is the Mothman, an urban legend. That means it's a fantastical story that has been told so many times, people believe it to be true. And this one is about a winged humanoid creature, which means it looks sort of like a person, but also isn't. Is he humanoid or uh, mothanoid? I have no idea. And I'm not sure that anyone does. But I do have some facts about the Mothman if you'd like to hear them. You know I would. And I will speak on behalf of our chief detectives and say I'm sure they would too. The Mothman is a folklore creature from the Appalachian Mountains in West Virginia in the USA. The area is known for its amazing mountains and forests, for its history of coal mining and for pepperoni rolls, which were invented so miners could easily carry them to work and have them for lunch. The Mothman is a very well-known legend of a man or man-sized creature with wings that has spooked local residents for years. Some people believe seeing the Mothman means a catastrophic event is about to happen, and some think it's an alien from outer space. 
there have been many reports of sightings, as well as a famous book and film about it called The Mothman Prophecies. There is even an annual Mothman festival in the city of Point Pleasant. Wow, giant alien fortune-telling moth people. Well, maybe or maybe not. But of course, it is up to our chief detectives to listen to all the evidence and decide if the Mothman exists or if it's still safe to uh, wear woolly jumpers. Then let's flutter straight over to the first piece of evidence. First piece of evidence. Our first piece of evidence is the first sightings of the Mothman near the city of Point Pleasant in 1966. Five men were digging a pit when they reported seeing a man-like shadowy figure fly over their heads from a nearby tree. Then three days later, two young couples told police they'd seen a large white creature with glowing red eyes standing at the side of the road near the site of a former weapons factory. They said it was a slender, muscular man, about seven foot tall and with white wings. But its eyes were too hypnotic to focus on and they couldn't describe his face. Terrified, the young couples drove off in their car, but the figure flew after them for miles, making a screeching sound. Over the next few days and weeks, more and more people spotted the creature. Two firefighters said they thought it was a large bird with red eyes, and a builder told the local sheriff that when he shone his flashlight on a strange creature, its eyes shone like bicycle reflectors. He also thought it's what caused a weird buzzing noise from his television and why his dog disappeared. Locals believed the Mothman lived in the old explosives factory and was the result of strange scientific tests. Even though most witnesses said it looked like a man with wings, the press gave the creature the nickname The Mothman. There is a good explanation for all of this, though. Yes, that a huge Mothman roams Point Pleasant. No! Dr Robert L. Smith of West Virginia University believes it was more likely to be a bird called Sandhill Crane, as they can have a 10-foot-long wingspan, which is very big, and they have red markings around their eyes too. They have been known to migrate to the area on very rare occasions, so it's very possible that's what people thought was a mothman. Or it could have been an owl, as owls have eyes that look red when light is reflected in them, and they can appear quite big too. OK, but that sounds more like a birdman than a mothman. How does that explain chasing those young couples and screeching? Or the builder's dog who went missing? doesn't, but what might explain all of that is a kind of mass hysteria, which is when a number of people all experience strange thoughts or feelings all influenced by each other. It's thought the Mothman idea may have been influenced by Batman being on the TV and one of his enemies being a character called Killer Moth, who was a man wearing a moth suit. Jan Howard Brunvand, who is an American folklorist who studies legends just like this, found that the more the Mothman was reported in the press, the more people reported sightings of it. Brunvand said that there were over 100 reported sightings, but some of the details written in them referred to bits from children's books, or don't point to any source as to who witnessed the sighting. Jan Harold Brunvand also said that the Mothman had a lot of similarities to other folktales and there could well have been something real that started the scare stories and it spread from there. You know, something real like an actual Mothman. Or a large bird spooked some people that weren't expecting to see it. Well, if it was a large bird, then how does that explain the Mothman's predictive powers? Second piece of evidence. Piece of evidence number two is the Silverbridge incident. In 1967, a tragedy occurred when the Silver Bridge collapsed. Silverbridge was a large suspension bridge connecting Point Pleasant and Gallipolis, a city in Ohio, just across the Ohio River. 
On December the 15th, under a lot of rush hour traffic, the bridge collapsed and very sadly 46 people died. But locals said the Mothman had been appearing to warn them of the catastrophic event. After the bridge collapsed, sightings of the Mothman stopped, which means he must have been showing up for a reason. OK, firstly, the silver bridge collapse happened more than a whole year after the first Mothman sighting. So how much notice was he giving them? Also, there was nothing connecting the sightings with the collapse at all. The bridge very sadly broke because of how it had been built and the exceptionally busy traffic before Christmas. In fact, the first time the Mothman and the Silver Bridge were linked was by author John Keel. He was a writer and a UFOologist, which means he studied UFOs and anything that he believes are to do with aliens. He wrote about how the Mothman was linked with aliens and put it all into his book, The Mothman Prophecies, that I mentioned earlier, which was also made into a film. It might just have been that John Keel was the first person to put all the clues together. And anyway, it wasn't just that incident. The Mothman has been seen in places all over the world just before tragic events. He was seen in Ukraine before the Chernobyl disaster in 1986, where a nuclear reactor went into meltdown, causing dangerous levels of radioactivity and killing many people. Not long before it happened, five employees said they'd seen a large, dark, headless creature with gigantic wings and fiery red eyes. The Mothman was seen before the 9-11 attack in New York, when attackers flew planes into the Twin Towers, causing them to collapse. And the Mothman was also seen before the tsunami in Japan in 2011. I just don't think sandhill cranes are that keen on travelling, do you? As usual, you're missing a very important word there, Tiernan. Alleged. There were alleged sightings before all those catastrophic events, but there is absolutely no evidence for any of them. The stories about the sightings in Chernobyl came from an unnamed archaeologist who said it was a common rumour. That's not exactly proof, is it? You're right, that is curious. But our final piece of evidence should sway our chief detectives right over to Team Truster. Third piece of evidence. On November the 21st, 2016, a photographer took pictures of what looks like the Mothman flying near Point Pleasant. The photos, which you can see online, show a creature with large wings that have pointed tips and long legs that look like they could be bent at the knee, like human legs. The photographer didn't want to be identified, but when he handed in the pictures to the local news station, he said that he'd not heard of the Mothman legend and had only recently moved into the area. Experts have examined the pictures, but haven't been able to say if they're real or fake, saying it's impossible to tell. See? Real Mothman evidence. These pictures do look intriguing, but if experts aren't sure if they're real or fake, it doesn't mean they're definitely real. Ornithologists, that's someone who is an expert in birds, they've said the pictures could well be, you guessed it, a sandhill crane, maybe carrying a frog or other small creature it's about to eat, or a large owl with a snake in its talons. Either way, it's quite the coincidence that these pictures from an unnamed source appeared just before the 50th anniversary of the first Mothman sighting in Point Pleasant and before lots of celebrations to do with it. Or maybe the Mothman returned home after 50 years for a little nostalgic visit. Well, you never know. I'll tell you something else no one has looked into about this case, Athena. What's that? Well, if he's a Mothman now, why weren't there sightings before of a Caterpillar Man?
Well, this sure is a sweet night for a drive. Sure is. Thank you for a real romantic evening and driving me all the way home, too. Well, of course, sweet cheeks. With this big old moon lighting the way, I'll have you back at yours in no time. You are too kind. Wait, what's that on the side of the road? Hold on a second. I'll just pull over. What is that? It's like a giant worm. No, it has itty-bitty legs. That there is a giant caterpillar. It's horrible! You stay here. I want to take a closer look. Honey, look at this. Is that... is it? Yes, that's right. It's eating a piece of chocolate cake, a strawberry ice cream cone, a pickle, a slice of Swiss cheese, a slice of salami, a lollipop, a piece of cherry pie, a sausage, a cupcake, and a slice of watermelon. Oh, it must have the most awful stomach ache. Quick, back into the car. It's seen us. It's coming this way. It's still coming this way. It's still coming this way. Wow, it is slow. So, so slow. And now what's it doing? Shall I get us out of here? No, it looks like it's building itself into a giant cocoon. Oh, okay. I think we're pretty safe for a while then. That was so kind of not really scary. You're telling me. Well, now we've been through this together, I want you to promise me something. Oh, anything. Anything at all. That I sure mustn't drive this route next spring. Sure thing. Oh, I can't imagine the size of the leaf that caterpillar would have had to eat. It would have had to be giant. You know what else is giant? Uh, no. The task our chief detectives have working out if the Mothman does exist or if it's just an innocent sandhill crane causing mischief. Let's recap the evidence. Evidence recap. Our first piece of evidence were all the initial sightings in 1966 in Point Pleasant, where a number of locals reported seeing a tall winged creature with red eyes. But experts think it was very likely that a few people saw sandhill cranes for the first time and then rumours became confused with folklore and... Batman. Our second piece of evidence was the Silver Bridge Collapse and several incidents around the world where people reported they saw the Mothman just before a catastrophic incident, as though he was warning them. But there are no named witnesses for the Mothman sightings before global events and the only person who thought the Mothman and Silver Bridge Collapse were connected was a writer who used it in his book. Our final piece of evidence are photographs of the Mothman taken by an unidentified man in November 2016, showing a shadowy winged creature with long legs flying through the sky. Which could also well be a sandhill crane that has snatched a frog or a snake, and either way it's very curious these pictures appeared just in time for the 50th anniversary of the first sighting. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Mothman myth buster? Or a Mothman myth truster. We want to hear from you and what you think. And most importantly, which side you're on. I mean, it's clearly Team Truster. You do the math. If all you've got is wordplay, it's definitely Team Buster with this one. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a myth truster or myth buster when it comes to whether the Mothman is real or just a busy sandhill crane. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com or send us a question on the Spotify Q&A for each episode. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. We won't always be able to use all of them. But we do love to hear them. And here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on some of our previous cases. 
Hi, I'm Ruth, and I love your show, and I'm from Portland, and I'm six years old, and I'm a buster, but a different kind of buster, because um, I think pirates got crystals and then made them into crystal skulls and then buried them underground, and a couple years later, um, other people found them. Bye, and I love your show. Ruth, that is fantastic. And I know you're a different kind of buster, but I will take any kind of buster. And it makes sense. Pirates love burying things. And I think they like playing pranks too, right, Tienan? Absolutely. Do you know what I have to say, even though I'm on Team Truster, Ruth, if you're a buster, but your answer to everything is that pirates did it, well, then I want to be on Team Bust R2. Well done, Chief Detectives. Absolutely brilliant work. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives find, bust or trust. We'll even read some of the reviews out on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. Hey, what? You might want to move out of the way right now. Ah! What was that? So you know how I was worried the Mothman might appear here? Yes. Well, I got some appropriately sized mothballs to scare him away. Oh, Tinan. Tinan.